The PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. What if we could block a protein to stop runaway cell division? Dana-Farber Cancer Institute laid the foundation for CDK4-6 inhibitors, drugs designed to treat many advanced breast cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. For years, the influential Koch Network, the conservative political organization founded by billionaires Charles and David Koch, has held a fundraiser in Palm Springs. It attracts wealthy conservative donors from around the country. In 2018, Justice Clarence Thomas attended this fundraiser, one of several he allegedly attended over the years. That's according to another new investigation by ProPublica. Like their previous reports, this raises serious questions over Justice Thomas's undisclosed connections to powerful people who have brought cases before the Supreme Court, including one of the most watched cases in the court's upcoming term. We are joined now by one of the reporters who helped break this story, ProPublica's Joshua Kaplan. Joshua, very good to have you back on the NewsHour. Before we get to Thomas and his role here, can you just tell us a little bit more about the Koch Network and its aims? Uh, yeah, so the Coke Network was founded by billionaire industrialists Charles and David Coke to push America toward their libertarian vision for the country. And it's uh, one of the most powerful and influential political groups of the last half century. So to name a couple things, uh, they helped cultivate the Tea Party movement in the Obama years. Uh, they're credited for helping stamp out GOP support uh, for combating climate change. Um, and behind that influence is a huge fundraising operation. Um, and the marquee fundraising event is this annual donor summit that they have out in Palm Springs, which is what Thomas attended. Uh, to score an invite to that event, donors have to give at least $100,000 a year, and uh, many give a lot more than that. So you report in your new investigation that Justice Thomas flew on a private jet to this fundraiser. He didn't disclose that. We don't know who paid for that jet. But beyond that, what else is the conflict here for the justice? Are, are there members of the Koch network who had business before the court? Yes. Yeah, so they've had multiple cases at the Supreme Court. It's a... Um, pretty extraordinary position he's been in, having uh, served as a fundraising draw for this network. I mean, and it's also, um, you know, judges sit in a unique position of public trust. Uh, they, they're, you know, the judiciary has very lofty ethics rules to govern, uh, to protect their independence and impartiality. Um, you know, there's political activity is banned, for instance. Uh, so is participation in fundraising. We talked to one former federal judge appointed by George Bush, who told us uh, that he couldn't imagine Thomas would uh, think it was appropriate to go to a Coke Donor Summit, that it took his breath away. Uh, he said that if he had done the same thing when he was a lower court judge, uh, he'd have gotten a letter starting a disciplinary process. But those ethics rules only apply to the lower courts. Uh, at the Supreme Court, the justices decide what's appropriate for themselves. Uh, the, uh, there was a spokesperson for Koch's group, which is known as Stand Together. They were cited in your report, and they sent us a similar statement. And their report, their statement said, in part, quote, there is a long tradition of public officials, including Supreme Court justices, sharing their experiences, ideas, and judicial philosophy with members of the public at dinners and other events. Our events are no different. 
How accurate is that? Is there a distinction to be made here? Yes, I mean, the, I think there is a distinction to be made. This is a political organization. Um, and it is also, I mean, like I said, I mean, this to other judges we talked to, this was shocking. Um, and yes, as they said, um, you know, many justices and judges give speeches, they go on book tours. Um, but um, I'm not sure. I mean, certainly the experts we talked to, the judges we talked to, the judiciary's rules itself, uh, consider that very different than attending an event for political donors. Uh, we heard today that, uh, again, similar calls coming out of Congress that you're reporting as further sort of incensed the Democratic Party in particular, saying that there needs to be any reform. Do you have any sense that the Supreme Court will change its ethics guidelines or that Congress or the Senate will do anything about this? Um, I mean, for the Supreme Court, it's hard to say from the outside. Um, but, you know, John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh have both said that they, you know, hope the court will take concrete steps at some point in the, in the near future. Um, I mean, it's, you know, members of the court have been publicly saying that the court will adopt a code of ethics uh, for four or five years now, um, at least, and it hasn't happened yet. Um, but um, and I think there's you know potentially challenges with uh, you know do they need unanimity um, and how does one get that consensus uh, in terms of Congress? Uh, there's a bill that has been advanced out of the Senate Judiciary Committee that would uh, require the Supreme Court to adopt a code of conduct and also implement some other. Um, a couple other ethics rules. Um, that uh, so far is uh, not going nowhere. I believe um, you know, uh, majority uh, Senator Schumer has said that you know he thinks it would be filibustered, and so he's not advancing it to the floor. All right, Joshua Clap Kaplan of ProPublica. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me.